All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to the pilot uh, stream for my new channel, Men Like Us. Uh, I am Chris. I am the host of all this stuff, I guess. It's my channel. It's my stuff. Um, so this is, yeah, this is the very first one. It's a test for us. Um, we will, for this one, this episode here, this is for all the guys out there who are new into the world of trans attraction, trans amory, um, who are curious, who are looking for answers. Um, you know, me and the men that I will have on, you know, we're, we're really here to kind of break things down for everybody else and, um, you know, kind of provide some answers and, and some insight for you guys, you know, because um, there's not that many answers for a lot of the brothers out there who are, you know, just starting and, and looking for answers and trying to talk with us and commune with other men. So, uh, I will bring in the brothers right now. We got my man's uh, Jonathan Hayden. What's going on, boy? How you doing, my man? How you doing, brother? Doing all right, man. That's the homie right there. He uh, is the co-founder of the Facebook group. I can tell him about the group. Yeah, you can talk about the group. Okay, yeah. okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Co-founder you of the. Uh, <laughs> I am uh, co-founder of the. A group called the Trans Supporter Brotherhood. Uh, it's a great, great group. Um, if any of you guys out there are watching this right now, I highly recommend you join and uh, and get to learning and, and growing in your trans attraction and, and your understanding of, of everything around that. Um, so the next person I'm bringing on is my man, Chris. He is an app developer, and we're going to talk about his app a little bit later. We're going to get to that, but you know, for now, this is just the homie Chris from... Uh, Hey, how's everybody doing? How you doing, Chris? Jonathan? How you doing, brother? Can't complain, man. Can't complain. Alive and breathing. It's all good. Mm -hmm. The sound is gone. Uh, Jonathan, can you hear him? I can hear you now, and I, okay. I can hear uh, Chris as well. All right. Um, damn it. Okay. So, uh, shoots. Sorry. Give me one second. All right, sorry about that, guys. My whole setup is just a mess right now. <laughs> the Alienware laptop and shit. I gotta return it. But anywho, uh, Chris, can you hear me? You got me. Everybody got me. Yeah, I got you. Good. All right. Mm -hmm. Yep, gotcha. Uh, so the last homie I'm bringing on right now is uh, the homie Lex, uh, good friend of mine. Um, you know, definitely a kinder spirit, and I, I love you know conversing with them every time I get a chance to. So bringing my man's in. What's going hey, on, Lex? Hey, yo, yo, I wish, I wish I knew this was going on. I gotta, I gotta dip out in a little bit, but I want to be here as long as I can. You know. This All right. Well, we got him for we we got him for as long as we got him, everybody. <laughs> it's sandwich time. It's sandwich time. <laughs> yeah, I got some pepper steak. I'm <laughs> okay. Now, late ladies that are watching this, don't leave as soon as Lex leave. Okay. Y'all need to hear all the rest of us too. <laughs> <laughs> they probably left because I came. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, so i just you know i like giving my man like some uh trouble every once in a while but you know he's, he's definitely good people's all around through and through so Appreciate you. um yeah so guys like i said before in the intro this is trans amory one-on-one this we are going right back to the beginning for anybody this 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 video is for all the homies out there who got questions who don't understand a lot of things. So, you know, 
right off the top, you know, we got to answer what is transamory? What is what's what's transamorous? What's transamory? That's just really any any guy out there who's uh, attracted to trans women. You know, these are you if you are a man who wants to date a trans woman, uh, have a relationship with a trans, a romantic relationship with a trans woman, um, you are transamorous, point blank. Um, obviously, there are lots of other titles and everything else out there that people might want to give, but at the basic core level, that's what it is. But anybody else got any thoughts on what transamorous is? I think my man Jonathan got something. I, I do. I think I think that's that's the basic root of what uh, you, you could say what transamory is. I mean, looking at the root word, I'm going into my English uh, English skills now going to root or amorous is love, you know, and what is true? What is we have? What is true love when we say we have love? We have trans love. So looking at that word amory. It's more than just the attraction, the physical attraction, the chemistry. It's the understanding, the awareness, the unconditional support for for people who have been marginalized, for people who are finding who are being attacked. It's more than just that. Than, than just the the the, the it, it, it encompasses not just more than the eros and the amorous, but the agape, the friendship aspect of it as well. Of what true amory is, the true love. You know, having that for uh for for that and understanding and recognizing and respecting that, and that your transamory doesn't always have to lie within the physical attraction. Your transamory can be as a friend. You know what I'm saying? Your transamory is can be as a friend, as a brother, as a you know that's that's what that love is as an uncle, as a father. You know what I'm saying? As, as you know, all the different things that we we talk about in our group that we are our transamory goes beyond just that physical. Mm-hmm. And I think, we, and that's that's what's most important when we say transamorous to me. No, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh oh, some, some reverb. But yeah, I think that's exactly right. Um, pretty much, Jonathan. Obviously, you know, hit the nail on the head. You know, this is one-on-one stuff, so any one of us could probably come with a a very well-versed answer. But yeah, I would say exactly that. The difference between the attraction, just the attraction. It kind of seems like a sexual kind of thing, like uh, mm-hmm. might almost be like a lust kind of thing. And the thing is, you know, a lot of people, and we've talked about this as well, Chris. Actually, we've all talked about this in the group where a lot of guys can come into their understanding of their attraction through the lens of sex. So there's nothing wrong with like being attracted specifically, but I would say the difference between the amory would be the love part, the actual. Mm-hmm. Of romance, you know, and in the exact same way that Jonathan said, diving back into etymology, diving back into you know, the makeup of the word like amour, meaning love. So mm-hmm. I really like to hear that word. But I like the word that that we use for the group as well, trans supportive. Like I really enjoy how that is in, encompasses that friendship and that allyship and that accomplishment and all of those ships. So yeah, man. Which is exactly you know. Oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. I'm only in my first podcast, so go ahead, brother. Go ahead. I just wanted to say, though, like to piggyback on what all of y'all said, it's a lot about friendship and support as well. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. Like, you can have sex with a trans girl and do that all day. But when people are like talking bad about them, or if it's like your homeboy who don't even know, like, you like trans girls, will you stand up for them and be like, hey, man, like, these are people too? Like, can you understand a trans woman as a person instead of just like a sexual object? 
And I think that's the true definition of being like a supporter, ally, amorous, or whatever words you choose to call it. Absolutely. Advocacy and allyship is a huge part of this life, guys. If you are looking to get into it, you're going to have to step up. You're going to have to be there for the women. You're going to have to, you know, kind of be their shield and their support when the outside world wants to say all sorts of wild shit about them. And, you know, when you get the turfs out there and your family talking about, well, they ain't really women and this, this and that. you got to you got to speak up against that shit, you know. And, and you it, know where it starts? You know yes, where it sir. starts? It starts if, if, if you can't because you can't fight every battle. Yeah. But, you know, you can start with yourself and the ways that you act by learning for, for brothers. Learning, first off, learning more, becoming friends. Mm-hmm. Becoming friends first. Taking a chance to say, hey, what's your name? Learning more about not just what you like sexually, but asking questions that go beyond what are your interests. Going outside of the world and saying and recognizing that trans women are just like every other woman that you meet. They have other interests. They're made up of more than just being trans. They're made up, they're made up of their interests, their likes, their spiritual beliefs, their mm-hmm. passions. And that's how you really show support through the, what you can do individually as you interact. Because we all can't sit and go and fight all the time, put the fist up and go fight and march and all that. But for example, when I'm out, if they're, you know, if you're out with your friends, stand up for your friends. If you hear something or you see something or you see somebody out there and they're talking about you, 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 you hear something, you can just jump in or you don't got always and you don't got to shame people in it. You just got to jump in and say, hey, man, come on, man. This is, you know, let's think about it some other way. It's, it's, just, it's the littlest things that could go the furthest. Mm-hmm. Because it's not our it's not our place to get on their platform. Mm-hmm. It's not our place to stand up there. And when they're speaking and stuff, we do need to be silent because they're speaking. But we can do the little things around. We can do the clean up. Hey, man, that's wrong. And that's just basically for anybody. Yeah. The same values that we want to protect for trans women, we want to protect, we would want for ourselves. We want nobody to belittle us and we want somebody to jump in to do the same or it'd be our sisters or it'd be anybody, any woman that is out and about or anybody of our friends who has, who was in a place where they could be, where they could be othered. Mm-hmm. It's, it's somewhere, that's how you do and reckon and keeping that consistent, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, you touched on something that uh, we're not going to spend too much time on this because this topic is a whole other show, mm-hmm. a whole other episode. But, you know, the, you were talking about it's not just about the physical. It's not just about sexuality and all that stuff. You have to, you know, learn and get to know women for who they really are on the inside. You can't it's not all about what's on the outside here. And, you know, that kind of alludes into that, you know, chaser behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not going to go on and on about chasers. Just, just no fellas out there. There's a difference between the and the girls know it. The girls know it's the difference between the chasers out there that only want them for their bodies, that see them as sex objects, that you know are really low level in their understanding of trans women as human beings. Um, you don't want to be those guys because the girls are able to read you and, and see that in you. So you really have to be willing to learn about them, learn about their community, um, and also, you know, get to and network and get to know lots of different other women as well and just make friends. Like, it's, it's just the guys that are, you know, really the chasers are the ones that don't try to connect on a human level with a lot of the women. They really are looking and they're lusting. And it, it is, it is, I mean, 
I don't know. Look, just from my point of view, like a lot of something like, uh, that's just a girl suit. I don't even want, I can't even associate with that level of person right now. I can't have some porn hound, sex crazed monster that don't, that can't even hold real conversations, you know, with me. Cause you know, if you get on a lot of those chat boards out there, some of the guys, all they want to do is talk about porn. All they want to, it's like, no, nah, man, like later for all that shit, I'm not here for that. And, and, and that's not why I jumped into all of this. And it's, it's, it's really, you know, fellas, you really have to, this is all, this whole thing is about leveling up and upgrading yourself to a, you know, actual human being that has understanding and has the language down and, you know, and, and being somebody who, you know, is a, is a great supporter and ally of the community. Um, First, 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 number one thing I think of transamory number one. When you look at transamory, I think transamory starts with yourself and becoming comfortable with yourself and becoming aware with yourself, being able to stand with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you know, then you can exactly because if you're not comfortable in who you are, you're mm-hmm. not truly transamorous. Because how can you truly love someone if you can't love yourself? If you can't love who you are and love that aspect about them, if you are somewhat ashamed of that aspect about you, that's directly reflective of the person that you're, you you claim to like or to be able to love. So if you, you, you it starts number one rule of transamory and transamory, any of that is one on one, it starts with you. Mm-hmm. You can't get life. Huh? I said that's the number one rule in life. <laughs> Thank you. Know. Thank you. you which go. goes back to the which is goes to the number one tool of tra- transamory with one on one. Everything we talk about is adorable because there's no different. It applies to any any per- for any woman. You know, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? it's just not to trans women. You know, <laughs> what I'm saying the that's the whole point <laughs> is that it's normal. It's so normal. It's every day and no different. You could you could just interchange little felt people. You little and put them in the, put them on a little felt board. Interchange and the equation is still the same. You know what I'm saying? I've been here. I've been here. I've been listening. Sorry, guys. I wish I would have known that this was going on, man. I'm sure it's going to be happening again. Yes, yeah. sir. These are some good brothers right here. Anybody who is watching, definitely stay tuned. But yeah, I got to get out of here. Love y'all. Sounds good, brother. Let's, let's do it again another time. All right. All right. Thanks for stopping Don't forget by. Saturday on the Zoom. Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta <laughs> get back in it. Gotta. I've been. I've been all over the place the last couple of weeks, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, then. All right. All right Talk bro. to you later. Bye. Right. So, um, you know, what what you were talking about about working on yourself and it all mm-hmm. starts with yourself and accepting yourself. That kind of leads into the next big question that a lot of guys out there have. Mm-hmm. And that is, does being transamorous, does being attracted to trans women uh, make me gay? That's that's the, that's a huge question for a lot of folks out there. Got a, got a, got a perfect, and, and, and my response as to yeah. what I posted up into the brotherhood is, do you feel gay? <laughs> That's all I can say. That's all I can. I can come. I can try again. As I what I what I say in the brotherhood, you can take the horse to water, put that motherfucker's head in the water, let the bubbles get all up in him and stuff, and he still can't drink. I can say all the things that you want, but all I'm gonna ask at the end of the day, do you feel gay? Mm-hmm. And if you answer that question yes, then your question has been fulfilled. Then get then accept it and accept that if that's the case and you like it because guess what it ain't going nowhere. So if you feel that way and that's what it is, but if you don't feel that way, mm-hmm. hey, then guess what? Because I don't. 
Me neither. <laughs> I, I don't. I, 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 I never once, never once have I felt that way. Never once, except for in the early parts when I questioned myself. But mm-hmm. as I got early and I came to realize, no, I didn't feel myself as gay. I was still trying to coming up, becoming comfortable myself because I know people don't uh, people don't understand that by themselves. Mm-hmm. But that's the next part when you get into feeling yourself when you don't care what other people think. You know what your label is because nobody can tell you what your label is but you. You can have five billion motherfuckers call you gay, but if you yourself say that you're not, well, that's like just coming to take the big hammer and smash it all over down and make it big grape juice, smash the grape and just say, fuck it. No. Put your hand on the table and say, no. I'm telling you, no, that's all it is. That's it. So if you feel it and if you feel gay, then maybe that's something you need to look at and you need to question, you need to ponder, and again, maybe get some help to go find out about it. But I know that when I'm looking at at so and so and this, I don't see, I don't feel gay. I don't feel gay at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I feel other things, but it's sure ain't feeling gay. Okay, <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that either. And it's 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 it's, it's, it's but it's how you classify yourself, whatever you want. If you put yourself in whatever bubble that people put for yourself, then that's fine too. But be comfortable mm. with it and accept it. Yeah. And that, that's a huge part of it. You know, a lot of uh, guys watching this right now, um, you know, because you've accept, started to accept your attraction and it just started to really try and starting to really learn yourself. I mean, nothing about you changes like nothing. You're still the same person inside and out. You know that, you know, you're still the same dude today. You was yesterday. If and, you were an and- asshole before. <laughs> you gonna still be the same asshole after that ain't gonna change. That ain't gonna change. Nothing else changed. Like yeah, you ain't pay your bills then. You ain't get that like you gonna change shit. Nah, nah you still the same person. You, yeah, you know this. This also kind of leads into something else where you know we're talking about accepting yourself, and then you know what's the next? The, the, the next step after that is really starting to you know the next step for a lot of people is making others in your life aware of your attraction now you I'm, there's nothing that says you have to i'm not saying you got to scream from the rooftop saying i love trans women and the ladies will love it they will love you for it if you did that but nobody's saying you have to but you know obviously we don't want a situation where you're dating a trans woman and nobody in your life knows and you're not trying to date her in public. That's some DL chaser bullshit that we we mm-hmm. we do not recommend at all. We don't fuck with it. We don't recommend it. Mm-mm. So, you know, a really a lot of it is, uh, you know, talking to your friends. And I mean, have by, by raising a hand, have any of us had any negative experiences with our closest friends learning about who we like and who we love? Well, no, it ain't goes I <laughs> not really. No, I mean, yeah. and 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 here, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this, but this comes all of this. I say I'm taking off my hat to get myself serious for a second. <laughs> I've had my hat on all day. All of this I say with this, and when when you have you still have to be comfortable in yourself when you have these conversations. You see, again, mm-hmm. the fear is something that's in us. 
Yes. The fear of what people think, the fear of what people are going to do is all in us. And we assume that, that because you hear so many about the negative things, that that's what's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. But part of your understanding is recognizing no one, your place, no value in your life and in your family's life. And understanding and recognize that they, they love you. Those families that love you will come around. Those that don't, then you have to move on from them. I say that from experience because I moved on from a lot of family members mm. and not, not just because of support for this, but because of other things. You can't you can't keep the people in your life who aren't supportive of what you're trying to do. But you also have to be honest when the time has come for those people, if you value them in your life. And I've learned that that's a collateral damage. I've been talking about Chris before about the, as we grow. When yep. we don't yeah. share, we don't, we realize we've hurt people. We, we take away one, we take a lot of people's uh, choice away. Mm-hmm. The choice to learn more or to accept that or not to accept that or to, or to take a chance to broaden themselves. We've taken that choice away because we already put them and said, you're only, we see you as this. We don't think you're better than this. We think you're not going to be supportive of So we put them in a box mm-hmm. to our friends, you know, um, you know, from my example, from my example, my friends are, be, are very supportive. My brothers are very supportive, and 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 we've and they've really got a chance to know my wife and see my wife. And I really have a good my family. They love my wife. They're supportive of my wife. You know, and and they're supportive of, of what she does and everything like because they got to see her through her character. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that's very important to understand that that as we. When you have these conversations, you have to be ready to have the conversations. You can't force it on people, but you you also you can't you yourself have to be ready to deal with that. But you also can't just say, I'm going to tell everybody you can't tell people in a mass group. You have to do it ways. Everybody deserves a chance to be a one on one if they're the people you value in your life. Absolutely. And in some situations, it may not be a topic at all where you just don't have, you don't talk about it at all. And that's fine. And they, and as long as they know to respect and respect what's going on, we could keep it just like that too. And there are people that do that. I said, I'm gonna respect you, and I'm gonna respect because you, because I love you. I'm gonna respect her. That's cool. Okay, that's cool. Keep it at that, and and we can keep it like that. But don't try to get up in there and, and talk about anything else. Or no, just keep it at that. You know. And then when you're ready, <laughs> you could come aboard mm-hmm. when you're ready. Now, Chris, uh, I want to I want to give you a chance to chime in on this. You know, yeah, I talk can run about, my mouth, my bad. Oh no, it's all good. I just you know want to get everybody in on this. So you know, talk about uh, you know your experience. You know, have have you had any negative reactions in telling any of your friends or loved ones, or you know, no, I mean, expelling the I fear? Yeah, I think at first I was very, as I see most people are nervous to let people know like, hey, I'm attracted to trans women. Um, but I started with my closest friends who I would consider brothers. And I basically worked my circle out from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, besides like close family, like, you know, your parents or whatever. But I think if people are truly your friends, they're gonna accept you for who you are. And you can, I think another thing people worry about, especially with close friends is, will my homeboy still, will they think I'm gay? You know what I'm saying, and not want to chill with me or something. I mean, honestly, those are questions that I like had, and that's another reason I started with my super close brothers. But you just have to realize and like educate people because a lot of people are just this is a bad like ignorant of the situation. They're just ignorant of 
trans women, all they know is stereotypes and stuff. So mm -hmm. by actually talking to them and like, like how y'all said, sometimes you just have to put a seed in someone's brain. And just because, and you have to realize, because you come out to someone and tell them your feelings about trans women and stuff, doesn't mean they at that moment have to accept it. Like you have to allow people, just like you had to grow into yourself. Some people may have to take that time to grow into that. But just putting that bug in there and being like, hey, this is what I am. Like I consider this normal, it is normal. And if you want to know more about it, I'm here to tell you, but this is who I am and you can accept me. It just goes, I mean, it goes hard and it educates people. But you just gotta be strong in yourself, just pretty much. Now, I feel that, man. I do feel that. And you know what? I got the only time I had a negative reaction, I had a negative negative reaction from somebody who was close to me. And I talked about it on a, another show that I do. But um oh, fuck it. She she's going to be talking talking about this. Uh so it was my sister. And it was actually my sister that I'm the closest to. We talked. And I let her know, and she was just like, oh, dude, what are you doing? Like, what the? And I'm just like, look, this is just what it is. Like, you're going to have to get on board with this. And, you know, we we talked it out a little bit. But, you know, the conversation wasn't left in a, in a place where, you know, there were good feelings all around. And, you know, it, she she hit me back, you know, a good, like, two weeks later. And, and, uh, you know, she really thought it through. She, she had really taken stock and, and, and you know, I, I guess the thing that really hit for her is, you know, trans women are women and they're people just like everybody else. And, and in my sister's mind, you know, everybody deserves happiness. And if, if, if everybody deserves happiness, then these women deserve happiness. And if me or another man or whoever, if, 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 there's somebody out there who can make these people happy, um, then so be it. And, uh, you know, my sister's been a real big support for me um, ever since then. But, you know, all of my friends, nothing but respect. And I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I only got like real true blue friends, like my inner inner circle. There's only about four or five of them niggas. Yeah. Everybody else is acquaintances and people I know, you know, people I'm kind of cool with, I might go party with them once in a while, but like they're not really in that inner inner circle. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. the motherfuckers that know my mom, my sisters, my cousins. Exactly. People people that's like family. Around. Yeah. People been around, people have been around if who know what's going on. Like, yeah. for example, you know, my cousin was in the brotherhood. Mm -hmm. Got him in the brotherhood. You know, my friend, my friend that's living with me, he's, we go back since college. He's learning. He's learned so much more from my wife in terms of about what it's like to be trans or learn about the community or learn changing his views and changing what he's learned and and rewired his train of thinking. Because we've been all indoctrinated to think a certain way, to feel a certain way and, and things like that. So it's 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 important that we continue this, you know, what I'm saying like like this being this way people can learn and see, you know. Absolutely. So go ahead. Chris. I feel, I feel anytime like you like society in general usually has like certain norms. And anytime you're doing something that doesn't fit into their norms, you just have to be mentally strong yourself and like securing yourself. And I mean, I guess that speaks to like I guess all this in general. It's just yeah, I guess I lost that, but yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Cause you so, know what? I was in a thought too, and I lost my thought too. Thinking about what, you know, other stuff. So 
Well, you know, uh, uh, and the fact that I had a little yeah. something a little earlier. So, have a man live in a legalized state up there. He good, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But oh, uh, can I, know, can oh yeah, yeah. Can go I, ahead, man. Go ahead. What I was gonna say is, I liken this to back in the day, people felt the same way about, let's say, interracial marriage or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, like things that go against what most people were brought up against. I mean, brought to like believe their whole life, and we just have to be. Like you don't have to shout this shit out from and like go on your Instagram and be like, I love trans women. Like y'all said, start with your circle, people that you're cool with and like close family and like work yourself, work your way out. But as with other things in your personal life, you don't have to let like everyone know everything. Um, exactly. It's, it's not meant for everybody to know. Nah. Yeah. It's not meant for everybody to know. And really, which is not everybody's business. No. Nah. That's it. Yeah. You know, right and, and, and we, we live in a society where we have to be transparent. We tell everything we want to do. You know, hell, we tell we tell the world when we're going to the bathroom or we tell, you know, what I'm saying we put everything out there. But it's not meant for everybody, you know, to know, you know, it's not meant for everybody. And it's not hiding it. It's just like, hey, you are not close like that. I don't need I'm not bringing you into my circle. You don't need to know all of that. This is my wife. This is my girlfriend. You don't need. That's all. That's what you need to know. And that's who she is. Right. So therefore, you know, and that and, and that goes into also, I think when you have those conversations with your friends, depends on where you on where you are. When you decide you want to bring somebody serious into your life, that's when you introduce them to your friends. Even outside of just the transits, even back in the, when I was there, you don't bring you don't bring nobody around just anybody around the homies. You didn't bring your, 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 the girl you just wanted to go kick it with for just a little bit around the homies. You didn't bring her home. You didn't. You bought the one that you were really that you really wanted to build with, and you want to do something with that you said signed serious, or that you have love for, or whatever your phone, whatever that may be. That's who you bring home, and that's when you have those conversations, and you bring them around and say, "Hey, let's come meet. This is my friend. This is my, this is my, this is my mother. This is my father. These are my homies. You know, things like that." If you don't, if you don't do that, and they don't need to know them people. What's the point? What's the point? And 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 and, and that's simple. That's simple stuff, and that's not hiding anything. That's just what it is. The people who need to know should know. Those who don't know, don't know and don't need to know. And they're just fine for it. No, that's for sure, man. And I mean, that shit don't change, you know, when you switch over from dating cis women to trans women, like who you let inside your business is who you let inside your business, man. Yeah. But if if you intend to really do something, if those people mean something to you, Mm-hmm. You have those conversations at some point if they really mean, because it might be something important later on that they would need to know, mm-hmm. you know, even medical wise, something happens or things like that to know and be supportive and not to be taken, taken aback. Because I think some one of the things I've learned that when you talk to people and you have these conversations, especially with men. And because we're all black men, I'm going to say black men specifically. Uh-huh. Majority of us are very insensitive and we have a little self-esteem issues. As much as we like to, our misogyny is our self, our, our, our toxic masculinity and misogyny is our low self-esteem coming out in the way, in the things that we do. Mm-hmm. And for brothers, in many ways, you got to speak softly and carry that big stick if you want to get them with, you know what I'm saying? And brothers, 
you can't come in a brother, you can't put brothers in the room and tell them, give them information like this and think that anybody, you're going to get anything positive from it. Because all them brothers are going to try to be one and up to that insecurity is going to come in. Yeah. And so they're not going to be able to be able to handle it or somebody's going to want to crack a joke or somebody's going to do all that to do all that because nobody wants to show how insecure they really are with it. Or they don't want to be seen as gay if they think it's cool or if they accept it and be like, yeah, brother, I love you anyway. Mm -hmm. But if you have that individual conversation with those friends or if they find out, let them come to you because in this situation, some of my boys, as they came to me when it was time because when they were happy that I met somebody and they saw her um, profile, they saw Remy's profile and it said that she was transgender. And they didn't know at the time, but they knew we were, you know, she's become my girlfriend and they, they want to, you know, they're interested because they want to know the person that's in their friend's life, you know, and to get to know them. And I was glad and they came to me and had a conversation and we said, then they let them know they got my back. They love me. You know what I'm saying? They love me regardless. We had that conversation, but they came to me. You know what I'm saying? Had I when I was I was I was going to have that conversation with them, but it would have been on an individual basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you just that's how you have that, and that's how you give that and you show that connection. It's more than just a group connection, it's an individual connection and how much that you mean to them, that you mean that they mean to you. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> and vice versa. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, um, that really just takes in and like, you know, I, I guess just I really want to wrap it up for the guys because, you know, this this is for the fellas out there it's for the fellas with questions, with 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 a lot of questions about themselves and lack of understanding and all that stuff. And they got a lot of room to grow, uh, you know, that fear that you're feeling inside, that fear about outside pressure, the fear of being labeled gay uh, you know, a lot of that really is in your head and a lot of the people around you will love you no matter what. And a lot of the men for the brothers, a lot of the men around you will respect, you know, those are really your homies. Those are really, that's your inner circle. They will respect. And, um, I've never had any, any pushback from anybody. I've had questions and I've had to have multiple conversations, but you know, um, it's 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 i'm just have to throw it out there you know the the first hurdle you you have to tackle with a lot of folks is you know getting them to understand that trans women are women period like you know mm-hmm. that you get whether it's the women in your life or your men, your bros like they were oh so so you gay no no that's not what it is dude like i still like women and it's 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 such a basic thing but the way our society is set up and with how, uh, you know, media has portrayed trans women in, in, in media, um, you know, that's the idea a lot of people get, you know, and it reminds me of that, uh, um, the documentary Disclosure, mm-hmm. where it talks about, what was it, 80%? It was like 80% of Americans, or it was a large amount, most, pretty much, let's just say most, which is just more than 50%. Most Americans have not met a transgender person. They don't have one in their lives as a friend, as a relative. They don't have any transgender people in their lives that help them humanize the community. 
Mm-hmm. So what do they go to? They go to the media. They go to the movies. You know, Hangover Two. You know the the, the gimmickiness of, of daytime TV. You know, it, it's it's really it's really kind of trash. But that's where a lot of people. You know, that's that's how their brains are programmed to think about trans women. Like, is it a man or is it a woman, and all that yeah. garbageness. It, it, it's, it, really it, it's been indoctrinated, brainwashed, and the movies mm-hmm. has also been indoctrinated to react negatively. When you yes. find out to yes. always be react to react to make a loud reaction to make a disgusting throw up vomit mm-hmm. go crazy do all of that stuff all of those things are acts of violence without the maybe without the physical thing but they're acts of violence it's still because all that you're reacting in such a way that's violent acting mm-hmm. and violent you know and 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 you're supposed to be sharp oh get all crazy and do something to push back or or. No, that's what they've been taught and indoctrinated. So when when these men are out here and they do this and they get caught, they're doing what they've been told to do. Yeah. And they've been sheep and they got any sheep need to get sheared and turned to be what they really are. And they ain't know that they're not goddamn sheep. You know what I'm saying? And and they and they get caught up. And so and you see it in the uh, uh you see it in the movies, you see it in the crying game, you see it in uh Ace Ventura Pet Detective, uh you see it in the cartoons. You see it in all that to react negatively when there's trans. No, no. Even more, even more recently, what about that State Farm commercial? Well, yeah, she's a guy. It's like, who are you on the phone with? Somebody from talking about to the insurance person. Uh-huh. And it's just like, well, yeah, I mean, she's a guy. Like, why is this? It it, it kind of felt to me like they were playing on that just a little bit. Playing on like, oh, it's a surprise. It's a guy, and the wife was really getting bent out of shape. But it was just like, I don't Jake know. From, it was Jake from State Farm. Yeah, yeah the Jake from well, State Farm. Well, that one, though, I understand. I understand. I, that I was one. like, uh, I don't know. No, no, I understand that one. That would I keep. That would I keep because I see what they're trying to say because because yeah. she assumed he that he was talking to a woman on the phone. Of now, course, trans you know, or not, yeah, piece. period or not, yeah, you could tell that what I can't see. I think it's. More when you see the clips in movies and the things like that, mm-hmm. or you see like Family Guy, those for the Family Guy episodes and things like that, where you see a negative reaction when men find Family out. Recent, yeah, you know what else was uh, recent was um, and this was a horrible portrayal of a trans woman, I believe, is uh, Sons of Anarchy. It's an FX show, very recent. Mm-hmm. They had this uh, uh, character on their name Venus, and it was obviously a male actor like with makeup thrown on them mm-hmm. and it was it was kind of just like it was a cross-dressing thing and it was just really but that was like oh yeah we're just gonna fight, get this trans whore over here this prostitute she's gonna come in and do all sorts of crazy things and make this guy feel like he's gay and now he has to tell us or else we're gonna tell the world that he's gay and it was just like we could have done without that storyline yeah and that was yeah. a recent show like sons of anarchy one that was only like two three years ago man mm-hmm. Like we don't even got to go back to the '90s to see horrible portrayals and, and how you know we propagate the, the sick the sick thoughts about uh, trans people in general. But uh, you know, I, I would say guys that are watching this, um, you know, that don't that fear is mostly in your head, and the people you think that are going to react negatively to you are probably not going to have that kind of reaction that you're that you're dreaming about. Um, your life will go on. The world still turns. And, um, you know, there, there is no, 
I, I really, you know, I, I guess we're all here and we're putting our faces out there to show that, you know, we, we are regular guys and, and we're not afraid. And I'm hoping this brings some guys over to the point or gets a lot of young guys out there to the point where they don't, you know, react angrily uh, uh, to, to, you know, a trans woman. Like, you know, obviously our goal is to, to, to help guys that look like us. It helps stop guys that look like us from killing trans women. And we're, we're trying to bring understanding. And I, I really want this to be black, black blasted out to the masses. Brother John, uh, you're, you're muted, bro. Let me, let me get, let me unmute you real quick. I got you. Oh, no. Can't unmute you because you muted yourself. All right. There you go. All right. The, real, the reality of it is, is right now, we have had a lot of black trans women being killed by black men. Mm-hmm. You know, black and brown men. And, and, and we've got to, that is, and that's because we've got, we've got to reconnect. I don't know what we, it's a reconditioning of a lot of these brothers who are living in their fear. This goes back to what I said. Bro, it's the whole, the whole community got to be reconditioned. Cause, mm-hmm. and, 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 and people listening to this, don't at me. I don't want to hear your shit. Uh, but you know, I would say, and I really don't want to come off as a woman hater or anything, but look, there are, our community is full of single mother households. Mm-hmm. Fact. All right, fact. And a lot of these women are pushing that hyper-masculinity onto these boys and pushing a hate for femininity onto these boys and pushing an anti-gay. Now, obviously, it isn't just from there, but a lot of shit starts at home. And then when everything else outside of the house re- reconfirms, re- reaffirms what you learned inside the house, you know, then you're really locked in. And that's how we got all these, oh, man, I ain't fucking with all that. And, you know, getting violent and angry about the shit. And, you know, that's how you got old boy on the shy standing proud to quit the show because they had a, a, a they put a trans romance in the show. You know, that's how you get a boosy badass out there proud to stand tall on his ignorance because the community is still pushing him. They, like, they supporting him on, on his bullshit. So, it, I mean, while it's it's us, it's the community as a whole. We all know what happened with BET, where they got rid of a uh, an ad with a, um, it was a trans advocacy ad with McDonald's, supposed to air during the BET Awards, BET cut it. They didn't want the backlash from the community at large. And, you know, it's a whole lot of bullshit. But it's, it's a, I'm sorry to hijack it from you, bro. <laughs> I nah, know you got man, a lot to nah, say, you're man. Talking, it's just, you're, talking the right, you're talking the right stuff, man. There's a lot just, of good stuff to what you're saying. And I hate calling us out because I don't want to be like that old, you know, you know how niggas was acting, reacting to Bill Cosby, you know, 20 years ago where, you know, I don't want to be one of those people speaking down to my community or nothing like that. But, you know, it's, uh, we got to get past our denial and we got to recognize before we can make any moves and people got to see we have to see our community for what it is. And I'm just yeah, talking about the black community. I, I say that, but all that ignorance and stuff doesn't excuse the violence and the killing. Absolutely no. not. And, no. I, and that's and that's no. the thing. And 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 that's we I mean these these women are these some of these women are being killed horribly, executed mm-hmm. style, the way they've been killed. That's something deeper. That's rage, that's self-hate. Mm-hmm. That's something bigger. And and he can't excuse I, you know, and it, it's reasons to to see, understand, but there's no excuse for it. You know, no excuse. And that's and 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 that's hard for me. It's it's very difficult. I understand we have a lot of issues and problems, but 
dang, come on now, there are ways that they're out there because some of these youth and with some of these and men have more access to things that we didn't have. You can have get access to help. You can get access to internet. You can mm-hmm. unlearn some things if you so want. They unlearn other other things. So why can't they unlearn this? You know, they can unlearn un- unlearn what some of the history taught in the schools. They can unlearn, you know, change their change their mind to get all this information. Mm-hmm. So why can't they do it for this? Why the violence? Why the anger so much? I got no answers, man. You know, and 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 uh, you know, and I guess it goes back into these brothers who feel that people think that they're gay. I'm like, if you feel that you're gay, then that's an issue in and of itself. But if you don't feel that you're gay, stand strong and say, you know what, I like what I like, and I'm happy. And I think it's about at least, and and I'm we just turn this into just a black conversation right now. I think a lot of it has to do with having that label put on you. Because once that label is put on you, if you look at our community, who are the, the men that we look up to? Who are the men that we tell our boys to aspire to be? None of them are gay. Not a one. None of the icons or anything. Now, they may come out, turn out to be gay after the fact. You know, Teddy P, everybody loved Teddy P, but they found that, they found that out after the fact. If they knew that right in the moment, I don't know how people would have reacted. But you know, it, I it, think it's, it's a lot. Uh, I think it's a lot more than people understand and realize. Yeah, you know, Luther. You know, a lot of these people oh, are yeah, singing yeah. that. You know, you got, you got, you got, you've got, you know, attractions things going on. But people have mm-hmm. had, they've had to wear a mask. They've had to, they've had Absolutely. to hide. You know, we wear the mask. Paul Lawrence Dunbar, y'all go check it out. We wear the mask. It fits mm-hmm. so well. And for many of us, and and what we do, and what we try to hide, and what we do to try to survive, because most of us aren't living, we're surviving, and it's a difference. Yeah, and, and you, you're right about that, man. You're right about that. I, I mean, I I guess when I started to um, acknowledge my attraction and try to live it as fully as possible, and you know, commune with other people and just be open about it, you know, it, it felt. I mean, I'm just saying life is a lot better this way. You know, I'm a lot happier and I'm not worried about, you know, what people are going to see and all that stuff and what people going to think. And, you know, all that shit is because life is short. you got to live happy. Yeah. But, you know, you're talking about people wearing masks and stuff. You could talk to a, you could talk to a lot of these girls out here and you will learn real quick that there are celebrities, athletes, actors, athletes, people you would never guess who are out there dating trans women on the side, but they mm-hmm. can't deal. They, 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 they don't feel like they can live in that out in the open. Yeah. And, and, and um, I mean, it's out there. Like you're listening to this. You are not. Your voice left. Can't hear you. Nah, he's still needed. There you go. Sorry, my whole setup is a little Jerry wrecked here. Yeah. But you know, I I I would say it was a huge moment. Even and 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 I know some of the ladies didn't like it too much, but I still say it was a huge moment when when 
Malik Yoba got on Breakfast Club and had a conversation with Black America about this. You know, obviously not everybody likes his language and how he came across on it, but it brought it to the forefront and it made it a thing. And, you know, that, and I guess I'm old, but, you know, I grew up watching Malik Yoba every Thursday on Fox, mm -hmm. New York Undercover. Like, mm -hmm. the man, why did I get married? I watched him on Alphas, watched him on lots of other stuff. And it's just like having big names like that, you know, and just seeing other guys, especially black men out there, um, come stepping forward, stepping into the light, really gave me uh, a, a lot of reassurance in what I was doing. Because this, that happened <laughs> shortly after I started the podcast. And, you know, at that point, I knew no other black men, you know, who were trying to get, uh, uh, trying to show up for the ladies out there, show for the community and be an example. So, um, you know, even just seeing him out there, was it was great. And I just, the time will come and, and, and people, you know, the masks will fall off over time. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I have to be honest, we are very long on time, guys, and, and I appreciate y'all for hanging out for so long. Yeah. <laughs> I no feel problem. like Jonathan's about to go off to Snooze Town here. He's about to he does, hey, man, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Does smoke yeah. that good stuff. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I have so the, the, the indicas kicking in. Oh, I like, love that shit, man. You know what? I, I, I would like that, but you know what? I find both of those could do that for me at the end of the day. When it hits, it hits. When the train to Nappy Town comes, I get on board. And I am, yeah. I am on board some days, and there's some food coming soon, too. So once that happens, mm -hmm. oh. Oh, it's a wrap. I, I have a quick question. I'd like yes, to learn more about your uh, app, uh, uh, Chris. About, yes. Uh, Tell us about that. Yes. Well, thanks for asking. I'll keep it short. Basically, a lot of guys don't know, like you mentioned earlier, people don't know a trans person in their life. A lot of guys don't know trans people, like real trans girls. They may only know like the porn stars and the Instagram models who take like the bikini pictures. So I wanted to make, I built an Instagram page to kind of show people like, hey, trans women, they're like real women. They wear, not all of them are in bikinis. Not all of them are like top models. And from that, I did build an app. It's called I'm Charlie. We're in the App Store and Google Play. Uh, no fake profiles. It's not, just to be honest, a bunch of prostitutes and hookers. These are like real women. Um, they have jobs, go to sleep, do normal stuff. And um, yeah, so I just built an app like that. And I will say, a lot of people ask me this. I want you to download the app, but got to keep it respectful. Um, Trans women are people. So your profile picture, just to be honest, guys, shouldn't be like the dick. Like, put your face out there. Be a person. Don't be afraid to, like, put yourself out there and have, like, a normal conversation. Like, that's the important thing about the app. It's not just to find people to have sex with. It's communicating and actually getting to know a trans person. And maybe that leads to great things. Maybe not. But I wanted to build a place where real people can like have conversations, and I think that's important. And it's black owned, and not enough black people are in technology and STEM stuff. So that too. True that, true that, bro. Everybody, you heard it here. Go check it out. I'm Charlie app. I'm a. I'm already on it. I downloaded. I got it on my phone over here. So I'm ready to go. Oh, Jonathan, you muted, bro. Jonathan, you muted yourself. <laughs> 
There I'm you go. Myself <laughs> my, dog, my, dog, my dog started barking. But I was saying, I'm going to have to check it out. I can't, I can't personally download it. I'm a married man, so it's not like <laughs> I'm off the market, so it ain't no more for me, but... Uh, but but I think that's something that's something to promote, man. And come, you know, especially if it's done in a respectful way and done and done done that way. I think that's cool, you know. We're trying to make sure, like again, I can take like ten seconds to address this. Like, it is a dating app, but respect. Like a lot of people say, how do I approach a trans woman? How would you approach a regular woman? Why don't we want to? That's sorry. How would you approach a cisgender woman on the street? It's the same way you would approach a trans woman because they are women. It's one and the same. So it's not like, how do I approach a trans woman? And just carry that attitude that you would want someone to show your sister, aunt, whatever. And yeah, but I built it and I hope y'all enjoy it. All right. Take it out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all I got for today. And uh, I got no more. Well, I, you know what? This was a, a learning right here, y'all. We, we, we don't have way, I'm going to have way more prepared for us to talk about next time. I thought I had plenty. This time, but uh, uh, you know, we kind of ran short on that, but we gonna produce it up a little bit more. But I'm I'm still thankful that my brother showed up for me. Appreciate your time, Jonathan and Chris. Thank you so much for stopping by. And uh, that was the pilot episode. Can, can I of, can I uh, jump in real oh, real yeah, fast? Yeah. No, go ahead. I just want to I just want to thank you for being on here and for brothers who are interested. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, we are the Trans Supportive Brotherhood. Uh, come check us out and come join us uh, if you're interested. Uh, you can find me on Facebook under Jonathan Hayden. Look me up. See the pretty face. And, you know, send me a message. I can tell you more if you want me to tell you more, if you're interested or if you want to learn more about the group or learn more about how I came to where I am in my journey. Because we are all on a somewhat of our own journey in this. And so, you know, yeah, I would love to talk. Love to talk. Love to be a part. Love to love to connect. So, and Brother Chris, come check us out, man. Please, uh, please come check us out. Yeah, I'm gonna leave here. And I want to say to Chris, stop doing what you're doing again, like putting yourself out there, the podcast, and black on light. I'm sorry if it's no offense to like anyone else who's on here, but good thing, man, like more people need to be in our community putting themselves out there in general, like this. Amen. The more faces we get out there, the more that we show people who we are, the more confidence, hopefully, that'll give to a lot of other men to live in their truth and, and just take that step, take that step of faith out there. So, yeah, uh, yeah with that, that's all I got. We're going to catch y'all next time. We're going to be back at this again next week. We're going to have a, we're going to have a rotating cast because it's going to be different people next week. And then we're going to have some people return. So uh, just look out for some new faces and some new conversation points. So catch y'all later. Peace.